Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Uh, your Mother's Day wish list is probably doable this year, even during the lockdown, because they talked to 400 moms aged 55 and under, and they asked them, you know, what do you want most for Mother's Day? Uh, in terms of things, you know, aside from the usual, I just want to spend time with my family. We're talking actual gifts here. Gifts, things you can purchase. Yes. And gift cards, believe it or not, has made it to the top of the list now. It is 2020, people, and the world has changed. Well, moms are ready to shop. I mean, we've been able to do a little bit online, but not a ton. It's not. I can't believe how many memes and videos I've seen of people like dancing in Home Goods and TJ Maxx parking lots and just like ready to go. Yeah, and the gift cards we're talking about are for online retailers, big box stores, coffee houses, clothing, uh, future spa or beauty treatments, things like that. That would yep. be a good one because everyone's going to need to get their hair, nails, you know, massage. Yeah. If so they want to do that kind of thing, get their hair cut. Gift Absolutely. cards and that kind of thing for those kind of things are at the top of the list. Flowers came in at number two, followed by personal care items, housewares, including small appliances and decorative stuff, clothing, tickets to an event. Just make sure it's well into the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jewelry and books. That's Excuse really me. the oh, only gosh. thing. Bless you. Bless Thank you. you. That really has been the only thing I've been buying the past few weeks are books. I have been really good. I haven't bought any shoes. I haven't bought any clothes. Not a lick. Nice really? meal at a restaurant didn't nope. make the list for obvious reasons, but I'm sure. That's probably filed under gift cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I the would poll, like that. That sounds fun. The poll found that moms with young kids overwhelmingly prefer gift cards. And 87% of moms with newborns said that's what they want, too. Gift cards. They want that flexibility. Yeah. Be able to shop for what they want, when they want. And just keep in mind, I mean, when you're thinking about the mother in your life that you're purchasing a gift for that has children that are school-aged, that they have been homeschooled now for, what, five, six weeks? And oh, yeah. there are, mm-hmm, and we have about three and a half months at least before we go back to school. That's what I so was So this thinking. has been a very, be very a long, long, time. long <laughs> summer break. <laughs> We've got a ways to go. Right. And it's taking longer also if you are thinking about purchasing an actual gift. I did notice that it was taking longer for things to ship and arrive because our daughter's birthday is on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, God, we're going to get her that baby alive. She's been wanting. And so I tried to order it online, and it's like, we'll arrive May 10th. And I'm like, oh, bummer. No. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep yeah. that in mind that if, you know, Mother's Day is only two weeks you away, you might want to ship it now. Yeah. Uh, they looked at people's driving, their uh, the vehicles they're driving in. Um, they found that almost half of the people out there 
admit that their car is usually a mess, especially now during the quarantine. A lot of people aren't even bothering to wash their car because they're not in their car all that much. They're not using their car. They're not consuming a lot so of gas. Disgusting. <laughs> mine is bad. I know. Mine, mine got pretty bad, too. Bad. Yeah, it's worse than usual because I'm hardly ever in it. I I, and so it's like, you know, I pop in it for 15 minutes here, 20 minutes here, and I notice it, but I'm not in it long enough for it to really bother me to the point where I want to clean it up. But I was really kind of embarrassed the other day. Well, that's a stretch. Not really embarrassed, but I noticed <laughs> an uncomfortable feeling when I went to the Kroger in Mount Carmel to pick up my groceries because they have a very, very cool deal that they've got, the, the way that they have it set up. Right now is really awesome ordering on the Kroger app and then going there and picking it up. And so I'm in my I'm in my space and the guy opens the trunk to put the groceries in there. And I'm thinking, oh, God, is there even room for anything back there? I've got this huge garbage bag full of old toys of Merleys that I want have been wanting to donate for months. I've been driving around with that thing in my car and I don't even know what all is back there. Is it smelly? Well, you know, my sense of smell isn't the best, so I don't yeah, know if so I can that's really. A yes. That's a yes. I don't know that's if yes. I can really judge that. I don't notice it. <laughs> Have you been that's eating amazing. fast food wrappers and throwing? No. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, okay. So then it's probably no. not as smelly as it used to be. I mean, well, that's the thing is if you eat fast food, you have to eat all of the food in the bag. And that way it's just an empty bag that's on the floor instead of, a, you know, something in there that could potentially smell. It's a trick. Yeah, well, Jen's actually not alone right now because a lot of people have kind of let their cars go during the quarantine, especially because they've got, you know, stuff in them. They might be carrying wipes around or old masks and that kind of thing that we see that, that are littering the insides of our car. And they asked uh, people, you know, what kind of condition is your car in right now? And about half of them said it's it's a mess. Uh, when people were asked to name the dirtiest spots in their cars, the top answers were the floor, the back seat, <laughs> the cup holders, <laughs> the dashboard, <laughs> and the trunk. And we're seeing a lot of crumbs, empty bottles, food wrappers, old magazines, and blankets. And just over two-thirds of people with messy cars say... They are embarrassed about it when they have passengers. They don't think about it until somebody gets in the car or opens up the back to load groceries in at the Kroger pickup place in Mount Carmel, <laughs> as an example. That was me. I was in spot 11. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Uh, they asked people, they said, well, you know, how do you feel? Is it something that really matters? Does it bother you? Seven out of 10 people said a messy car is actually a turnoff. And half of us would think about canceling a date if the person showed up in a filthy car. That sounds like a recent second date update to me. 78%. Well, I mean, Go ahead. I'm definitely, if, if I have people that are going to, 
you know, ride with me in the car. I always let them get in the car and then I give them a garbage bag so they can put it all in a garbage bag <laughs> as we're driving down the road so they have enough room for their feet. And none of them, you know, that I've had so far have seemed bothered by that. That's amazing. <laughs> Here, you, you can just Here go, you go. pick that up for me. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Amber. I did find my front coat, my seat. So I guess when we, the last time we worked, it must have been cold in the morning, but then like kind of warm when we left work because mm-hmm. my coat was in the front floor of my car the other day. And when we went to take um, just a drive, we just were driving mm-hmm. around because we needed to get out of the house. I was like, where is my coat in the car? And I guess I hadn't worn it in weeks. Weeks. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Because it was still there. Funny. Yeah, 78% overall said a clean car makes them feel like they have their life together. (laughs) Explains it all. If that's Uh, all it takes, uh, good for uh, you. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another thing to worry about. Could your significant other be having a virtual affair during the lockdown? The cheating site, AshleyMadison.com, looked at their numbers, and they're claiming that 30% of women who use their site are currently having virtual encounters. They didn't list stats for men, but they did post a list of tips and tricks for not getting caught, like doing it late at night or doing it early in the morning or texting them during work hours, calling them during a walk or hiding out in the bathroom or your car. They do say more people have actually been looking to cheat because of the lockdown. And as of last month, Ashley Madison claims they're getting 17,000 new members a day, or about 10% more than their normal new member rate. I wonder if they fully rebounded from the big scandal a few years ago when all those names... Were leaked. I wonder if I think people they are using it as much. Covered relatively sounds quickly. Like it. Yeah, it sounds it like, sounds they're, doing like right. they're doing all right. Sounds like having affairs is big business. I guess so. But you got to stay in school, right? You know, so you have to. Yeah. You got to stay in school so you don't have to clean up doodle for a living. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they forget it. Contrary to belief, college is not for everybody. Everybody's not college material. And I'm, I'm looking at one. I wasn't. I was in college for three years. I was still a freshman. I said, well, time to tell some jokes. <laughs> I was in remedial classes, too. Man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> you don't want nobody to know you're in remedial classes, either. You're in a higher institution of learning. They, I know they have remedial. They got reading 100, math, try it again. How you, <laughs> how you get math, try it again? <laughs> they don't even use numbers in that class. You know that? They use animals and shapes and stuff. If you got three squirrels divided into eight monkeys, what do you got? You got minimum wage. Can we use numbers? It's uh, comedian Harris Stanton, Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102, 743. Sun and clouds today. We'll see high around 70. 57 now. And as we transition to Zoom meetings as a way of doing business, not everyone prepared, including your boss. And so Forbes magazine... Uh, came out with this article on the five things bosses and managers should not do on a Zoom call. For instance, (laughs) 
you know, if you're running a ship where you expect your employees to dress nicely and be presentable, you got to do the same. So bosses should dress nice, keep the personal hygiene up, looking professional sets an example, and it also shows respect for the staff. I'll tell you what, though, if I'm on a Zoom call with a bunch of people who are all in their own homes and there's a dude in a suit and a tie, I think that's going to feel really weird. Well, I don't <laughs> think they suggested a suit and a tie, but I, I did. But they did say don't look scruffy. You know, don't look like you just rolled out of bed. Second yeah, point. That's not great. Uh, hogging the call. Even bosses need to keep comments short and to the point. Uh, according to the article, they also need to pay attention, extra attention to the signs that someone else wants to talk. So pausing every now and then is a good idea. And sometimes it's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Like I've been on a call. I, I'm in a class where there's two full screens of people. So there's what, what 30 people in there maybe. And it gets really weird with that trying to talk thing. But the host has everybody muted, and you have to raise your hand, and then they'll, like, call on you, right, to talk. Yeah. But it's that's a lot to manage with that many people. Right. This morning on anybody's our... boss has lost it on the Zoom call. Like, has the, you know how, like, sometimes you go to a meeting, your boss is like, you guys have to get it together. Has, has sure, that happened? I'm sure that's happened. You would think, especially now, everybody's under so much pressure and stress, and they're trying to find new ways to do business in this weird world where nobody can leave their house. Well, I know that you can record a Zoom call. Does the host have to? Is the host the only one that can record it, or can other people record it? I don't do know, you know enough about it yet. I don't know. Yeah, I am not Sorry. Zoom proficient. I've only ever used this question. house party. I don't even have a Zoom account. Yeah, the uh, third thing they say is uh, careful about keeping your mic all the time. Muting it to keep background noise out is important. I guess if someone is, like if someone, if one of your employees is giving a long presentation, uh, the boss might even want to turn the video off, turn their video off so that the focus is on the speaker. That's interesting. Yeah, I suppose if they're doing like a long form presentation, sometimes that might help in terms of uh, paying attention, retention. And number four, having a busy or unprofessional background. This is interesting because they did a story on CBS Sunday Morning last weekend about how a lot of journalists, a lot of TV news reporters and anchors who have been reporting from their home, a lot of people aren't even necessarily listening to the content of the story because they're looking at their home decor. I've been checking out Mario Lopez's backyard. Have you guys seen it? Is that AstroTurf? It's like a jungle. I have no idea. It, it looks like he's standing on AstroTurf. Yes, but yesterday, maybe it's like that really nice sod that they have. Cause maybe it's, that's... If it is, it's some seriously fancy sod. But yesterday I saw he was doing the story on Kristen Cavallari and her husband, and it looked like he was like live from Costa Rica <laughs> in his backyard. It is gorgeous. A lot of the entertainment yeah. reporters have been, have you noticed, strategically positioning themselves in front of the pool? Yes, I have noticed that. And you know what I saw yesterday, Jeff, because I turned the TV on a little bit early to watch Governor DeWine and the the reel was on. Yeah. And I was watching the girls and I was like, oh, my gosh, her house is fancy. They got some nice houses. Jeannie. Oh, yeah. She had this gorgeous. And you could tell she didn't have any kids because everything was white. 
everything. <laughs> the walls, the couch, the carpet. I was like, oh my God, I've never seen anything so clean and beautiful in my life. I know. I will say a lot of those Southern California homes do seem to have like a lot of natural bright light, which is kind of neat. You know, there's a big contrast mm-hmm. to a lot of the East Coast cities because they had Jim Gaffigan on from his apartment that he shares with like his, mm-hmm. what has he got, like five kids or something crazy like that. But yeah. he was talking on his laptop, which was on like his dining room table and because of the way the laptop was angled it was looking kind of up at the ceiling and he's got this sort of like um you know typical like lower manhattan loft style apartment contrasted by these super elegant chandeliers that are hanging from the ceiling yeah but they had two designers on that were sort of critiquing these news anchor and reporters homes and the decor and oh there's cynthia mcfadden who is you know just has the perfect feng shui balance to her living room and her den and, and they're there's saying that steve raleigh's yellow a story basement. there <laughs> exactly trisha mackie's obviously been to hobby lobby for some uh, decor <laughs> it is kind of cool to see though i have yeah, to admit i, like I enjoy it yeah. watching it where but- is lester holt though does he have like a background because when i was watching him last night it looked like he was all digital and i was like that's not his house i mean it's his house but that's not his house well he has been in his basement in front of a green screen but um i got the distinct impression that he was back as of this this past weekend they brought the uh. anchors back to nbc headquarters i don't know if it's true but uh, I definitely got that impression because sometimes when they do the split box where they got like one reporter at one location and then they have another reporter. Yes. And they had always been saying New York for Lester, but then they switched that and said NBC News, which led me to believe oh, maybe that he is back maybe there. he was back in the studio. And the quality seems to be better now and the timing uh-huh. cues seem to be slicker, which led me to believe that maybe he was. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder the how building. they're doing that. I would. I hope they do a story on how they're social distancing and and what they're doing. I'd love a behind the scenes and how they yeah. made that all happen. Yeah. Um, so just that was the thing, you know, with the bosses. Like if you're if you're holding these Zoom meetings for your employees, um, and this is really a good tip, I suppose, for anyone is having a busy or unprofessional background can be a distraction. They say simple backgrounds are best for the workplace, especially if you're bo- the boss. And virtual backgrounds, if if you're going to use them, should be work appropriate. And then finally, but certainly, if you've ever worn, if you've ever won anything, make sure that is in full view. <laughs> yes, like your Emmy. Yes, I should get my fired up award. There it is. Yeah, there, you there you go. go. Tim's yeah. got his. <laughs> I have one in the kitchen because it hasn't moved since I brought it home, and one in the be- the office. I have two, I have one I have them in my mom's room. I was like, "Look how proud you are of me!" So I have the two fired up awards, and then the um, I call it the Bright Future Award, but that's not what. What was the one with the light what bulb? Was that light bulb? Oh, the bright, bright idea, idea. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So I got those. Maybe I should bring them in and display them for you, you guys. You should have them totally <laughs> front and center. And finally, including too many people in every meeting. Jen was just talking about that with her class. Uh, Just because the whole office can be on a call doesn't mean they should be on the call. Having fewer yet smaller meetings might be better than one big one. So there you go. Straight out of Forbes magazine. Five things your boss shouldn't do on Zoom. Feel free to add your own. Yeah, Rich on uh, Twitter tweeted at us and said, uh, I was on a meeting where a man cussed out his dog and didn't realize he wasn't muted. He was trying to sell our company his software. We did not buy it. We love our animals. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There, I read a story about a, a man, a boss getting fired because he threw his cat off the 
the cat jumped up on his desk and yeah. threw the cat. You're talking what? about the, well, there was a planning commissioner in California who had to resign after a Zoom meeting showed him drinking beer on the call, slurring his words, and tossing his cat across the room. I guess the cat was meowing, so he picked, at first he picked up the cat and introduced the cat to everyone, and then at the end of the clip, uh, you can hear it kind of make a squeak when he tosses it. And uh, so he got into a lot of trouble and ended up having to resign. Wow. Yeah. It's awful. Hope the cat's okay. I always yeah. try to remember to turn my microphone off when I have to discipline Penelope so that you guys don't hear it. <laughs> I'm sure Penelope appreciates that. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.